Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. What you gonna do, brother, when you're face to face with a 24 inch python? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Danny? I'm doing all right, Hulk. <laughs> I'm doing okay, brother. <laughs> Things are great in my land, in paradise. <laughs> but low in the distance, I see some thunder. But I'm already <laughs> regretting finding this. <laughs> this is my excuse to do my uh, my my terrible Hulk Hogan impression. Oh no, that's better than my Hulk Hogan impression. Wait, you have a Hulk Hogan impression? No, I don't. That's why it's gonna be better. <laughs> because if I tried it, it wouldn't even be anywhere close. I think you should try it, man. Brother. <laughs> there you go. I got to say brother. That's, That's it. That's all you do. It's like everything I'll say. Yes, brother. <laughs> this is the Magic Our Way Up podcast, episode 64. My name is Kevin. And my name's Danny, brother. And, uh, uh, you know. See, it doesn't work as well. <laughs> it loses its charm quick. How this guy has had a career, I don't know. My name is Kevin, brother. <laughs> anyway, so we want to introduce, of course, our reoccurring guest, our one and only lovable travel agent from Just a Dream Away Travel. His name is Lee Lastovica. Hey, Lee. Hey, well, lovable travel agent. Did yeah, you hear look at that? that. Lovable, kissable, snuggly. Yeah. He can pinch his tummy. He'll giggle. It's funny. It's like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Do Must be getting close to Valentine's over <laughs> I'm about here. To say, I, we, we are, man. He's, it's about a month away. Well, you know, he did, a month, he, less than a month and a day. He, he, he booked my family's uh, Disney vacation in two weeks. I got to hug him. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Things are good to go. So, Lee, you're in our studio again, man. Good to have you back. And live and in person. Yeah. You're not calling from anywhere cold. You know, you're, you're, you're just, sitting in, just sitting in the cold. Yeah, you're just sitting in the cold. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you back, man. We appreciate you coming on the show once again. Anytime you're in town, it's always a treat. Of course. Always glad to be here. Yeah. Yeah, with you guys. Absolutely. So um how's y'all's week's been going man since the last time we recorded how are things going in in the lives of uh danny and and lee uh 16 days until i'm in disney world that's how things are going well that's close <laughs> there yeah. you go that's coming Nothing up like that last week or two before you gotta go man. right it's, it's like man this Work the means- time crawls mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> that's exactly it. it's like oh my god we've got uh your niece's birthday party to go to yeah whatever we need to, yeah, yeah we need to get that out of the way just need to zoom by that we yeah. need to get, just go go um so yeah no i'm i'm i can't wait and uh anticipation's building and whatnot yeah that is it because you're awfully close that is it but uh you know other other than that yeah everything is good i still have about a month so you know i'm still kind of i'm getting there but you know it's still kind of slowly working up i guess it'll hit me by the time february uh, comes around oh yeah when february hits you're gonna be ready oh yeah absolutely so lee how about you man how's how's life on your end it's good man uh everything's good uh wrapping up the christmas holidays had a little vacation yeah then i got a little sick so uh, yeah i'm gonna my christmas lights are still up it's Ah. (laughs) the middle of january I'm usually real good about like New Year's Day. They're down, yeah. And uh, here it is, two weeks later, and they're still up. So hopefully the weather will hold off this weekend, and I uh, can actually get my Christmas lights down. That'll be a big weight off my shoulders. Wow! So you're you're, you're going I don't longer be that than, guy, right? You're going longer than than me or Daniel. Yeah, yeah, you guys waited till the Three Kings Day. Right? Well, yeah. I did. He, he waited. Yeah, t- yeah twelve. Oh no, yeah, no, we didn't wait till no twelve. Yeah, night. Danny took his down. Like I guess what the weekend after you said. Yeah, because I mean, twelfth night was during the week. I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm usually pretty good about it, but you know, it was just one of those deals where bad weather, not feeling good, everything yeah. just the perfect storm. So now, uh, Lee, I have a question for you, Lee. Yeah, go ahead. As a, you know, you're you're a travel agent for um, for uh, just a dreamway travel. Mm-hmm. 
You're my travel agent. You booked uh-huh. my vacation. Yes, sir. I, I, I couldn't be happier, but I do have one question. Yes. If, if your travel agent gets you sick for your vacation, uh, do, <laughs> do we get a full refund? How does that work? <laughs> well, you know, did you purchase be, insurance? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You did purchase the insurance, didn't you, Danny? <laughs> I, I don't remember that being given an option. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, you know, if you're going to be sick, what better place to be sick than, you know, at the poly, sipping on some, uh, some, uh, what was oh, it? Lapu Lapu. Lapu I hear yeah. Lapu Lapu cures a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah. a lot yeah. of vitamin C in that. There's a lot. Yeah. 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 Some alcohol to kill the germs, you know, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's all good. It's sanitary. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> to every, an extent. Every time you book with just Streamway Travel, you get a complimentary bottle of NyQuil. So that's good. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Oh, All right. Well, good. Yeah, I'm just gearing back, getting ready for school. I'm still off, so but I actually start next week, uh, which is probably probably when the, most of the listeners are listening to this is when I'm headed back to work. So I'll be back in my crunch. That's pretty late. Yeah, we st- we're starting late for some reason. We're, we're st- well, we usually start right after Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we uh, and we usually get out a little bit later than some schools. You know, I know was, some of the other schools started this week, and so they get out earlier than us. So. It's all good, you know. It's 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 whatever. So I'll be adding that to my list of things to juggle. And you can tell else. you can tell Kevin's getting ready to go back to work because he shaved his his beard. There's I did. No more lumberjack Kev here. I know, but See, I'm feel, uh, I'm feeling very bad. I, I don't have to shave to go back to work. No, you don't, oh, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm set. You were at work. Yes. Look at me. Look at that. Yeah, ah, yeah I'm there feeling today. there. I'm, I'm thinking of just uh, forget it. I'll just you know I didn't have to shave, but it's like my oldest daughter wanted me to, so I did it. And I look in the mirror and I'm just like, I'm awfully bare. <laughs> you know? I'm or un- unbear depending on how you think about it, but it's like yeah, I kind of want my hair back, so I might I might grow that back again in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, it won't take long. Yeah, it won't take long at all. So uh, I'm sure the listeners really care about my facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, I'm gonna say enough of this jibber jabber. Let's head on to the queue. First things up, y'all. Do you know what happened here or not here, but in Orlando 40 years ago? On this exact date, we're recording on January 15th, 2015, hmm. and you guys are probably listening to it after the fact, but you might have realized this as well. Do you know what happened 40 years ago? Any ideas? I'm to think of a very smart- Pirates opened. No. I'm trying to think of a smart aleck answer. I can't think of one. So uh, Yeah, I don't know too much about uh, Orlando history. Um, well, it, it's the 40th anniversary of Space Mountain. Nice. Oh, yeah. man. See, yeah, I was gonna go with the, I was gonna go with the orange bird. The orange bird? That was gonna be my next guy. Yeah, no, yeah. Could be, yeah. But yeah, forty years ago, uh, they developed Space Mountain for Walt Disney World, and it opened on this date, mm-hmm. uh, forty years ago. And so all the other subsequent Space Mountains were based off of the one that we have here. So it was one of the uh, attractions and stuff that was uh, uh, unique to our park at one point. So yeah, happy anniversary to that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the hour-long wait started today. <laughs> 40 years ago 40 years ago yeah well we're gonna tie this in uh which we'll, we'll tie this in a little bit later but uh, as rick flair used to say it may be the oldest ride in the park but it's still got the longest ride lines woo. <laughs> <laughs> i had to remember that and y'all robbed me of the joy of doing the woo <laughs> oh we could do the woo go ahead do that uh, uh, it's not organic anymore oh <laughs> yeah but you know it. you did the hulk hogan impression you could do the woo go ahead man what no i just said brother you did a better per you, you did a bread impression well i had to open the show with something so i went with the hulk hogan that yeah, was a good one was, how about how about how about an ultimate warrior can you do an ultimate warrior <laughs> 
Oh man, that's just utter nonsense. <laughs> um, I wouldn't even know where to start. Oh gosh, never do a Slim Jim. What no, about, that's Macho Man. What oh, yeah. Who am I talking about? Yeah, macho Man. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah, I can yeah. do that. Okay, that's a, no Ultimate Warrior. You don't remember him? He had the face paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember now. Okay. Yeah, he had the he had the the, the fl- anyway. We're 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 we, we're digressing. Yeah, well, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes, what we, we're yes, doing. Yes, we okay. are. We absolutely okay. are. Okay. So just you can leave this in or not, but just a little my little uh, Space Mountain story. Uh, the was it the first trip we went with the kids i think it was the first trip yeah. we went my daughter lost her tooth on space mountain what yeah uh, on the uh in on the ride she was already loose you know what i'm saying it was okay. already mm-hmm. loose but you know somehow on the ride her tooth fell out so the best part about this was getting off space mountain and walking past all the other people waiting in line for space mountain with just blood gushing out of her mouth <laughs> <laughs> and just the look on the other kids faces like I don't want to ride that. Oh yeah, you know that—that's right when you get in line for guest services. <laughs> like when you're like, look at what you did to my kid. Well, we, we got a free pin out of it. My the cast member gave her a Tinkerbell pin. Oh, that's cute. T- no, they gave it to us to put under her pillow that night oh, from the Tooth Fairy. Gotcha. A Tinkerbell pin. So that was kind of cool. Oh, oh that is pretty. nice. Yeah, that is nice. That is nice. Uh, did, did you turn to any of those other people in line and say, hey, that's a hell of a ride? <laughs> did anybody drop that line on them or something? No. No? Okay. Anyway. Um, did you walk out of there like, you know, and don't make me tell you again. <laughs> just like freak people out to see what they would do, no? No, we cannot have another Mickey bar. Yeah, he's just concerned about getting his daughter taken care of. So. Yeah. But anyway, since we're talking about wrestlers. I'll, I'll let this theme cook a little bit. See if anybody remembers this theme. If you remember this, you're about as old as us. Yeah, well, not just that. I mean, you know, you really need to question your television watching habits. There's a lot of cowbell in this opening theme. There, re- there really is. I wonder if Will Ferrell played in this. I don't know. Right, it's taking forever to cook. Do you, does anybody know what theme this is? Oh, I know what it is just because I've seen quite oh, a bit yeah, of it true. recently. Lee, do you know this? Well, I do now. You do now? Oh, yeah, that's right, because it's in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, we're talking but about I would the... not. I'll, I'll admit, I would not have known what this was if, if yeah, Danny I, hadn't showed it to me. Now, I wouldn't I've, heard, have... I've heard of this, Yeah. but yes. never have experienced this. Right. You know, you know, the only place I've heard about this show was on the Backlot Studios tour? Mm-hmm. That's the only time I've ever heard about this particular show. And listeners, the show that we're talking about is Thunder in Paradise, which explains the Hulk Hogan impersonation that I did at the beginning of the show. And it's like, what does it have to do with the Q or news or anything? Well, you know what? Danny just discovered Thunder in Paradise maybe a couple of days ago or whatever. Or how did you discover? Like, because all of a sudden I got a text from you mm-hmm. uh, saying, asking me about Thunder. How did, how did you stumble upon Thunder in Paradise? Well, you know, I used to be a, a big wrestling fan. I wasn't necessarily a Hulk Hogan fan. Right. I, I was more of a Kevin Nash uh, Scott Hall kind of fan, and I remember uh, watching one of these little Monday Night War because uh, I like watching documentaries about like the old. I can't watch right. current wrestling; it just it's not. You know, it, it was a thing back then. Right. And I remember listening to it, and they were talking about there was a segment in there where they talked about how Hulk Hogan uh, was filming Thunder in Paradise on the Disney lot at the time. Right. And I remembered that, and I remember being a part of the the, the studio tour at the time, kind of like you were t- talking yeah. about where. You know, you go through it, and they, they talked about it, but I always just assumed that that meant 
that they were filming on the lot itself, like, you know, in the backstage, you know, areas and that when they needed to go on location, they went on right. location, wherever that might take them. What I didn't realize, and so, it, I don't know what it was, it just made me go ahead and, and go on YouTube, do a quick Google search to see, like, well, let me see if there was something I recognized. And what I ended up finding out was that the entire show was shot on location in and around Disney World. Right. Yeah. Like, the very beach that... So the, the show's about um, ex-Navy SEALs, one of which is Hulk Hogan, and the other which is some guy um, that you could probably Google search that I... Well, I'm rambling because I can't remember his name. But um, these two guys, they're, uh, they're patrolling this the world and they're ex-Navy SEALs and they're writing injustices. And uh, while they're managing this... Um, bar that's on this paradise in paradise yeah is basically a beach the beach in between it's, it's the beach of the grand floridian right across from the polynesian so the backdrop of the entire show is this uh beach house or this beach bar i should yeah. say uh right in front of the grand floridian hotel with the polynesian right in the background huh and so when they get in their boat, and their boat is called Thunder, to go patrol the world, really they're just zooming around the Thunder, the Seven Seas <laughs> Lagoon the entire time on their jet skis and on their their, their boat. And so... What, so wait, wait, wait. There's a beach called Paradise. Well, I don't know that it's... I, look, here's, oh. here's another part of the problem. I should explain this right now. I uh, never watched a show while it was on. Right. So I, I, I caught this, like, in looking it up and, and finding a, several Disney references... Uh, within the show, but there's maybe two or three episodes that are in English. The rest are in German. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Yes. And so, actually, the German episodes are better because the acting is better. <laughs> <laughs> Don't... Please, we're not advocating that you watch this show. You'll, you'll lose brain cells. There's no reason I ever have to watch this show, but... Now, if you're a fan of this show, by all means, contact us. We'd love to talk to you. Yes, and in, <laughs> in which case, I apologize. But yeah, yeah. Um, it, it really was one of those types of shows. That it, it was just action. It was about the people who did Baywatch. All right, so okay. it gives you kind of an idea as to what they were going for. So it was basically as if like the producers roamed around the Disney theme parks and said, okay, let's see what's available to us because they never built a set. They just used what was available at any of the Disney theme parks. So, for instance, there was an episode where they had to go underwater into this underwater sea lair to battle some evil villain or something like that was going on. They yeah. go underwater, and where are they? The, the Living Seas. The yeah. Living Seas. They're in Sea Base Alpha. Right. There's another part where there's this eccentric guy who, you know, you know, lives in this crazy mansion. They go in there. Where are they? They're in the Adventurers Club. Ah. And there's another one with this evil prince out of Saudi Arabia or some something like that. I yeah. can't remember what country he was from. And where are they shooting the entire episode at? On location in Morocco, uh, the Moroccan pavilion over in Epcot. Uh. And it really is a snapshot of, like, you know, this show took place in the early 90s. So you're really kind of seeing... Yeah, it started in 94. I was looking it up. Right. So you're yeah. really kind of seeing a, a snapshot of Disney about 20 years ago. Yeah. So it's for the Disney fan, this is kind of like a little time capsule of uh it is i wonder if you could see the uh, if you could see hollywood studios without the hat <laughs> somewhere <laughs> well there there is an episode that i was going through where i guess they just kind of threw their hands up in the air and said you know what 
uh, Hulk Hogan's character goes on vacation to Disney World, and they actually shot in the Magic Kingdom. Oh, Prior crazy. to that, you're made to believe they're on some beach somewhere, and yeah. you just every once in a while they're jet skiing around. You happen to see a monorail track in the background. Right, right. You know, it, it just it so happens like that. Um, yeah. But truthfully, the whole entire thing, it's like a, um, it's almost like a drinking game at some point. It's like whoever recognizes the location, everyone has to drink because there was that one that we were looking at that I showed you and I was like, I know this building. Where are they at right now? And you know, I was actually mistaken on that building. It's not casting. It's in fact Team Disney. That's where the cast member store and everything else says. But it's a, if you know the Team Disney building, mm-hmm. that's not far from uh, Downtown Disney, that big funnel thing you can see. Yeah, that's what I recognize it as, as yeah. being part of Downtown Disney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's, that's one of the things. I remember that episode of your show. And we'll post all this in the show notes. You can kind of bear witness to what we are talking about at the moment. Um, but yeah, I, I remember, what was it? One of the ones that you sent me, I mean, the opening shot is of them in Sea Base Alpha. I mean, they're right there at... The Living Sea is blatant. Yeah, <laughs> and then they're using the uh, little, what do you call it? It's not the well, hydro- scuba diver uh, came in and out. Where, yeah, where you go shoot, up yeah. and down it, that is a major part of the show. That's how they get in uh, the sea base. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Yes. So um, they use that, and there's fights going on within that little tubing. <laughs> and this is also before it, it got its, it, the Living Sea's got its redo with, um, you know, Finding Nemo and, um, you know, Turtle Talk with Crush, where it, it was a more, it was a lighter uh, sea base alpha like yeah. you know when, when it was really supposed to be a sea base as opposed to what it is now which is you know you know more of a uh a little attraction and, and yeah uh, i mean they, they don't try and make you believe that you went under the you right. didn't get in hydrolator drop down on, under the ocean surface right. and yeah so uh it, it really is it's a different look at sea base alpha it's the only way you'll be able to see the adventurers club again i think yeah. um so really, this is true yeah you're right you're yeah. right so yeah, for the Disney avid Disney fan, this you know this may be something just you know kind of like watching that little special with John Lithgow. You could see the Disney back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're especially if you're around our age, when you just probably just graduated high school or in college or some point, so kind of like a little time capsule thing, man. It's kind of yeah. neat. So and if if you're an old wrestling fan, you'll see other ex wrestlers like oh yeah 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 like Sting showed up on there Brutus the Barber Beefcake showed up on there <laughs> Jimmy Hart showed up on there I mean look if you're if you're a wrestling fan and a Disney fan this should totally appeal to you but and I am I was both but the only problem is I'm not a terrible TV fan yeah, <laughs> yeah. and if you're not a bad acting fan you're not gonna really get this so. yeah well I know the show didn't really last that long it did there's only one season. Yeah, <laughs> looking on IMDb, but yeah, we'll link to all this, and you can kind of uh, uh, check it out. If you did, you still watch the show, and I remember when I go through the backlot tour, it's like, oh, you know, one day I should check that out and see what they're talking about because they always made it a point. It's like, yeah, shot right here on the Disney lot backlot or whatever else, and you know, I always saw the boat, and for some reason I thought the boat was yellow, but I guess I'm thinking about Hulk Hogan's colors. You yeah, know, back you, in the day when he was wearing like yellow and red. Oh, dude, there's this part in there where they're, they're fighting through Morocco. And then the next thing you know, they're on this like building and it's the entire Indiana Jones stunt spectacular where they're, they're redoing the scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark where they're chasing her up the building. Oh, really? And they, they do the entire stunt show right in front of you. And it's caught on tape except Hulk Hogan's a stunt guy, not a guy playing Indy. It's oh my crazy to see. It's like, let's do a show without ever building one set. Yeah. <laughs> it's really crazy. Uh, but, you know, hey. It is what it is. And, and, and 
I, I can't say that it hasn't made for some enjoyable, like, oh my god, look at this, look at this. the only. The, I think the pilot episode is the one episode. Like, if you if you Google yeah. search "Thunder in Paradise," so the, what, if it doesn't have a number behind it, like the pilot episode, yeah. will not just be blatant. It will be they actually went on some location somewhere. I'm not yeah. sure where. Like, I didn't recognize anything there. Like, the pilot episode seemed to be, you know. Uh, the, they they found different places to shoot, but it, when there starts being numerals and episode numbers after it, that's when you're going to start to see Disney locations everywhere. Oh, okay, okay. It sounds it sounds like they shot the pilot and they said, "You know what would make this really good?" <laughs> <laughs> or you know what this would, would make this really cheap? <laughs> if we didn't have to build all that <laughs> synergy. Yeah. Oh, like uh, River Country. Oh, Go really? look at you'll find River Country in there. Again, another thing that you won't see anywhere else. River Country makes an appearance. Can we blame the brain-eating amoebas to Thunder in Paradise? You might. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that boat's fault, man. Shot it up in there. But anyway, yeah, if uh, you listeners, if you enjoy this show or you want to, or you you checked out our links and you checked out more of the shows, we'd love to hear your thoughts on Hulk Hogan's Thunder in Paradise, man. Because this is a uh, this is quite interesting, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and what you gonna do? What you gonna do? All right, uh, coming from Disney Destination Travel News, Frozen characters now appearing on the Disney Dream. I bet you, none of you guys saw that coming, did you? No, man. <laughs> no. <clears throat> Frozen characters on the Disney Dream. Uh, Disney, Cruise Line, uh, Disney Cruise Line continues to welcome Princess Anna and Queen Elsa from the popular Disney animated film Frozen on select sailings. Huh. The royal sisters are now appearing on the Disney Dream as well as the Disney Magic, Disney Wonder, and Disney Fantasy, making appearances as their schedules allow. Wow. <laughs> it's a busy life being a queen. I know. And a princess. Queen uh, and a princess. And, uh, uh, while on board, Anna and Nelson are greeting guests and signing autographs at various times. Encourage uh, your clients to check their personal navigator the first day of their cruise vacation for special meet and greet ticket distribution locations. Well, you know what it is? They got a uh, they're, they're overseeing the building of Arendelle in Norway, so that so, is true. They got to go back and make sure everything's cool with that. But like, once okay. you're on a cruise ship, how busy is your schedule? You can't yeah. get back to the motherland. That's what I thought was funny about that. It's like, okay, they're on the ship. Where are they what going? Else are they going to do? I, I mean. I, I, every time I usually present a segment from Disney Destination Travel News, it's a pretty serious thing or it's a discount or something. Yeah. But the first thing I thought about this is like, have you not seen the movie Titanic? <laughs> You're putting Frozen on a ship. Well, that's what it is. It's Anna's got to keep Elsa from creating icebergs. And uh-huh. yeah, did we not learn anything from her parents dying from... Oh, on a ship. <laughs> on a yeah. ship. Well, you know, is this the worst idea... You, you gotta know. face your fears, right? <laughs> there is that because the tagline to to uh, Frozen is "Let it go," and then the tagline to Titanic is "I'll never let go." Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I got nothing beyond that. I, I was waiting for y'all to make sense of that because there let is a go. correlation there, but I can't make it. Let it go. Let it go, and I'll never let go. Well, so I'm, it's like now, the now antithesis I'm- of one another. Yeah. East meets west. But I'm never going to let go. You have to let go. They meet. They collide. A boat sinks. But she eventually, she did let Jack go. So She, she did. did. She said, I'll never let you go, Jack. And But she did. And she he plummeted to the bottom. Yeah, he, okay, he so now, now we have to find the, the meme with 
Have you seen this where they they have the meme with them and it says Jack could have fit on the on the door on the door? No, <laughs> you haven't seen that. Oh, no, you, you got to put that in the show notes. I'll find it for put you. That, yeah. <laughs> so and then I'm thinking too. Uh, now I'm thinking about the guy that fell off the ship uh, and was rescued by the Disney cruise ship. The, rescued by the Disney cruise ship? Yeah, he fell off a Royal Caribbean ship or a different ship. Oh, I thought week. you were talking about he was rescued from the Disney ship from the Titanic. No, no. no. <laughs> so he fell off a Royal. I'll have to find the article, but yeah. he fell off another ship, and then uh, a Disney Cruise Line ship found him in the ocean. Wow! So, oh, wow! So maybe he was singing as he fell off the ship. Let, let it go. go. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Let me go. <laughs> let it go. So, wow! Yeah. So now I got to find two things, but yeah. Oh, so, that's crazy, man. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. And that's like the second or third person that a Disney cruise ship has rescued that fell off off board someone else's ship. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Boy, they're, they're, they're Disney, talking about the Coast Guard. Customer service. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, you guys were talking about customer service last week, but I mean. Cruise experience and a, a, a Coast Guard kind you know of what, thing. Can I tell you like real quick, just to, just to take it in a different direction? You know what always bugged me about that movie, Titanic? What's that? The movie? Yeah, the movie Titanic. No, the movie. That's what bothered you, the movie. Well, no, not like, well... <laughs> I don't know. I enjoyed the last uh, hour and a half. <laughs> oh, when the boat was sinking? Yeah, the boat was sinking, all the stuff up until then. Um, but here's what really bothered me about the storyline of Titanic. It wasn't that they both could have fit on the raft or anything like that. So I understand. One had to die. One had to live. You had to understand the, the tragedy of the moment. What bugged me is that, okay, so at the very end of the movie, she's lying in her bed, and, you, and you're made to believe that she dies, right? Yeah, yeah. And her soul is now free from her body. And where does it go? It goes under the ocean to go to the boat, s- yeah. to, the boat <clears throat> to go spend the rest of her, you know, um, Days afterlife with Jack, yeah. with, with Jack. Yeah. And here's what bugged me about that. It's like you see the pictures in and around her room. Clearly, she got married to another dude. Right. She had lots of kids with that guy. They lived a long, happy life together. Right. You would think. I mean, Jack, she knew for two or three days. The minute she goes, that poor man's up on cloud nine somewhere looking down, waiting for his wife to show up. She's down there getting it on with some dude she knew for a day and a half. I mean, what the heck? Oh, oh I got it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, man, if, if I'm up there, I'm like... Well, you know, hey, I, I'm dead now. Uh, uh, it's time to enjoy eternity. My wife will be here any minute. And he's singing, let her go. Yeah. <laughs> let her go. Wonder what's keeping her. Yeah. Where is she? I <laughs> waited around in the afterlife yeah. for so long. Yeah, for a it's day and done. a half, she knew a dude. And, yeah. and that was that surpassed a life together with, you know, raising children together. And ha- I mean, I... Whatever. Something to make you think. Hmm, yeah, it's like, yeah, you're like, hey, I'm with my wife, and if we die, you know, maybe in the afterlife together, we will, you know, um, you know, and still live on and enjoy ourselves. And no, she was with some other dude. She went and, yeah. <laughs> you know, she had that eighth grade crush that she went back to uh, go visit or something. I mean, he drew me naked. I was just trying to get the picture. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it was. Well, yeah, there's a reason they say till death do we part because I guess after you die, you're free. Yeah, you're yeah. free. I'll, you know, I'll bets are off. Yeah, well, speaking of freeing and letting things go, um, no doubt in the past week or so, this has been making news, and there's an app. There's there's an app for that. There's an app for anything now. Some uh, non-licensed developer, and I don't know how long this sucker's going to last. Even by the time this show comes out, maybe Disney will have put their clamps down and taken it down, but... um, 
if you want to talk about letting things go, how about a baby? <laughs> you know, uh, how about a, a, a how about one of the frozen characters giving birth? Okay, there's an app called Anna Gives Birth. Basically, uh, you get to deliver uh, Anna and Kristoff's baby. How, 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 how does it make you can't you? make this stuff up? You can't. No, seriously. And I'll you know what I'll do? I might even if I can figure it out, I'll post a video of me playing that app. But anyway, I'll post links in the show notes. There's a bunch of articles on it. BuzzFeed has a good one with pictures that shows you exactly how the game goes. Um, but we're going to take a quick real break right here. I'm going to insert a little something, something, and I'm going to show the guys exactly this app so you can get their uh, reactions. So hold on a second. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Herb Leibacher from worldofwalt.com and the World of Walt podcast, and you are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast. All right, and we're back, and I'm about to, I'm going to get off the mic a little bit, and I'm going to go uh, sit by Lee and Danny, and they're going to kind of get their first reactions upon seeing this. I already played the game, so, you know, the for me, the baby's here, but I can start all over, <laughs> and uh, they can witness uh, Anna giving birth, so... Pardon me, but we're going to get some genuine reactions from these guys. So, can I ask you this while you're making your way over here, Kev? Uh, yeah, d- d- is it something to where, like, what happens after you, you, you've you given birth to the child? Is there a... Um, like a like a Tamaguchi thing where you got to raise the baby? Well, yeah. Is there, is, does it, is, there, is there a level two, or is that it? Once you've raised the child... Oh, the game's over. Game's over. Okay. Game's over. The whole game is about giving birth to a baby. Okay. All right. Let's see what this is about. How challenging is this, by the way? It's not challenging at all. All right, so I'm going to... Here's the app. I got it. I'm going to start it. And the first thing you see is a parrot. Oh, what a loving-looking family. All right, so we're looking at uh, Anna and uh, Chris. Christoph is holding the baby. Christoph has cleaned up a little bit, huh? He he has. He's dressed up. He, he's, he looks like a, you know, like a, like a Prince Charles type of... Uh, wardrobe there Anna's sitting in her bed she looks spent yeah, maybe i don't know well y'all ready to play the game right. sure right. yes so i'm hit i'm hitting the play button no whammies no whammies there you go okay so now you're seeing uh like a little bit of their life Story, together yeah, so you see anna you see them together in yeah. silhouette you see Kristoff. you see them getting married and there's a a bump and an anna's belly yeah. magic happening all right oh, so okay. we have bear midriff Yes. Y'all can do the play-by-play while this goes uh, All right, so here we go. I'm going to take... I don't know what... This is a pulse... Me- this is like a pulse meter thing, so I'm going to take this, if it works. Oh, i got to move it over here, and i got to back and forth. So now we're giving her a sonogram. Yes. <laughs> yeah, thank you, yes. Kevin is, is giving Princess Anna a sonogram, and she's, she's taking the procedure remarkably well. So now, now I'm about to take the uh, syringe... And scalpel. It, no, it's a syringe on this one. I got to oh. give her the shot, oh, the anesthesia, oh, okay. oh, you gotta or give the her epidural, epidural. Or so, yeah. So there it is. Now she's asleep. Yep. Oh. The eyes closed. The princess Anna is asleep. Now I got to put the local anesthetic. Not the. Oh, no. Oh, what happened? I don't know. An advertisement. Oh. <laughs> well, they got to pay for this somehow, Kevin. What are they doing? Is this burger time or something? This looks like Iron Chef. This is uh, Sunshine Terrace. Uh, no, Sunshine Seasons Terrace. This is kind of taking me out of the groovy music. uh, I'm putting the gel on the belly. (laughs) All right, now I got to get the scalpel because this is not a regular birth. This is a C-section. All right, so here we go. Cut. And now I got to, I don't know what this thing is, but it it brings the baby out 
you know, like a rib splitter or something. Yeah, so here we go. So there's the baby. Oh, oh man, it comes out. And now I got to do cut the cord. I got to cut the cord with a the scalpel. There we go. And now some magical hands take the baby away, and now I gotta uh, stitch her up. <laughs> Actually, I don't stitch her up. It's a magic wand. Uh, Did you notice okay. that? It was a magic wand that, that seals her back up. I, I did. Maybe see it's that. Princess Sophia's wand. There you go. Maybe it's let's, Princess Sophia's wand, man. Princess let's Sophia do that. In here. Yeah, because she fixes all. All right, I gotta hit next. So there's a. Uh, gotta weigh the baby. I gotta weigh the baby and stuff. So I'm hitting the button. And, and, and the baby has Kristoff's hair. Yep. And the baby is 3.8 kilograms. And we believe it's a girl, right? Yeah, I can't tell, but I'll assume so, yes. All right, so I'm hitting next. Baby's there. I got to do... I gotta, oh, I got to oh, fold it up. Gotta, I got to swaddle it. I got to swaddle the baby now. Now, we did get to see the baby's nether regions. Not Princess yeah. Anna's, but the baby's, yeah, right? So this is actually a female baby, so... Yeah. That, that's what I saw as well. And that's it. Game over. Okay, and that's everything, right? That's everything. Wow, congratulations, sir. You've given birth. Yes, I gave birth. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Dr. Estoke, <laughs> what? What are you going to do now? Uh, I'm going to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> you've, just give, you've, just delivered, you've just delivered a frozen baby. <laughs> what are you going to do now? <laughs> I, I just can't believe they make crap like that. What is this? All I right. Mean, what? I'm um, so I'm back on the mic. Yeah. So what'd y'all think of that? Well, yeah. So every birth is a C-section, right? Every birth. It's the same thing over and over. That's all you do with the game. You get to replay and deliver on its baby. That's it. Wow. I mean, there's no replayability with, to it, huh? No, no. There's not. Once you did it, I mean, it's pretty much you're gonna I mean, do the same thing. They could at least thing. have like Mortal Kombat style, where you you grab the baby, get over here, <laughs> toasty, toasty. <laughs> Let's swaddle the baby so it's nice and toasty. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that's an interesting app, and and you know every now if you're playing, if you get this, or if you happen to got it, you're gonna you're gonna notice that it, there's some ads that just pop up automatically, randomly, and forces you to watch it. I guess to advertise some other games, but um, yeah, that was pretty interesting. I, I saw it, and I was like, oh, I got to talk about this to show because this is just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, come on, really. But uh, it's not even natural. It's it's a C-section. I mean, you know, come on now. No, it, it really. I mean, so is there there? Why isn't Elsa giving birth? Why isn't Elsa giving birth? Yeah, like couldn't she give birth to Olaf or something? Because technically, she's Olaf's mother. I uh, I I guess she is. Yeah, she, she birthed she could, him. I she mean, could, she she gave life to him. That yeah, is a birth. They could do that. So you just, just be making a snowman though. So, okay, well, I'm good with that. <laughs> Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> Do you want to have a C-section? <laughs> Do you want to birth a snowman? <laughs> so yeah, we'll post links in the show notes and stuff, so maybe you guys can download and experience the uh, experience the miracle of life uh, birthing on his baby. All right, so we just want to do a quick mention of it since we brought, uh, posted it on Facebook and we kind of want to mention it. But uh, uh, actually, Danny turned me on to this, and there was a whole thing about drones, man. There was a drone that was... Uh, well, can you explain it, Danny, what, what, what the listeners will be seeing? You know, uh, there's been times like when I've gone on vacation to Disney before and they put those fences up and you, you always wonder what's going on behind those fences and that you remember when you and i went on vacation kev i would like i'm tall i'm like six foot two so i could take my cell phone hold yeah. it over the fence just barely take a snapshot bring the phone down and look and see what do we what do we got what's going on behind there right 
drones have changed everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, these people, they went to the Animal Kingdom parking lot. Yeah. They turned their drone on. They li- it lifted off, and it floated right over the construction area of oh, wow. the new Avatar land over at Beastly Kingdom. And that sucker's gone vertical. They're building. I oh mean, it, they are re- they're going over there, and it's a great video. It, it really, it, it's, a, it's a cool idea now from... Just to know from here on out, yeah, this is going to be a logistical problem for Disney to hide what's going on behind these fences because drones can just fly over your park and show people That's true, yeah. what's happening back over there. I mean, is there some kind of a legal... I don't know if we have any... Uh, well, the drones aren't uh, subject to the airspace regulations. Like Usually, there's no, you can't fly over Walt Disney World, I believe. Right. Yeah, that's restricted airspace, but I don't think drones fall within that category. At well, least, yeah, you yeah. got to be at certain... Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, height and i'm not sure how 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 um how high these things can get but i yeah. mean i don't know i mean i don't know if there's any legal minds out there that can help answer this question but i mean is is what they're doing legal yeah that's a good question i don't know i have no idea because i thought it was really cool i mean i did i mean i'm thankful now because i know at least they're doing something with avatar land oh yeah, yeah absolutely i mean you've seen a lot more, like you can't even get back over that way like normally, like when they, they they're doing something in the park, you're traveling around the fence, so you can kind of right. get a good idea because it. But this is a whole other land, right? Right. That's being built in an area that otherwise there's no reason to get to. So I mean, it's kind of cool. All right, guys, that's pretty much it for the queue, man. We're gonna head on to the hub, but at first, uh, show ID. Hello, this is Jeff Roney from the Once Upon a Time Fan Podcast at onceisfrozen.com, and you are listening to. The Magic Our Way Podcast. All right, so Danny. Yes. You realize in the past two years that we've been doing this show, this is one topic that we have uh, never spoken about. No, because we're kind of woefully ignorant about it. Yeah, we're pretty woeful. Yeah, we, 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 we do nothing as far as running. You can almost say you've ran away from this topic. Hey! <laughs> oh, weren't weren't. <laughs> um, um, more or less, I guess. We we just don't know enough about it because it's we're not we're not runners per se. I mean, I don't know. Are you a runner, day? Um, if someone's chasing me. Yeah, I, I run. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that that's pretty much about the extent of it. So I mean, that's something I know. We probably have a lot of listeners that that, that participate in it or do, and so we kind of want to definitely address that part of the community. So. Um, you know, Lee, we decided to bring in uh, some extra reinforcements here because, you know, there are two of us, me and Danny, really don't know much about this particular topic. And so we figured we'd bring in another person to uh, help you out. Uh, you want to introduce who you have on the line? Your little your, uh, uh, compatriot from yeah, Just a Dream Away Travel? Compadre. compadre, your yeah. colleague. Uh, yeah, so um, at Just a Dream Away Travel, uh, Linda Stewing is our resident uh, marathon expert. Uh, basically, anytime we have a question about anything to do with Run Disney or the marathon, you know, hey, how does this work? How do we sign up here? What does this mean? Uh, you know, what's a corral? You know, all these questions we may get from our uh, clients. Uh, a lot of times, uh, Linda is the, the best person to go to. She uh, participates in the events, so she knows all about, you know, not just the running side of it, but also, you know, how to actually, you know, sign up for events and how to plan around them and things like that. So she's usually our go-to person when we have questions about uh, running. And so since we just finished up uh, the Disney uh, weekend marathon, marathon weekend, marathon weekend, marathon yeah. weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I thought it'd be a good time, good timing to uh, to get Linda on the show and talk about uh, Run Disney. Hey, Linda, how you doing? Hi, guys. Hey. Thanks for coming on the show this week. And you're calling us from where? Calling from Connecticut. Oh, boy. Nice Cold. Yep, nice yeah. and cold. And chilly, 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 chilly. Yep. And you were just down here. I guess, well, uh, uh, what were the temperatures in Florida for the marathon? Do you remember? Um, The the mornings were around 40 degrees. Okay. Uh, the days cold. were around 60. Yeah, so it, was, it, was, it was nice. It was, it was much better than up here. What, what is it up there, just out of curiosity, if I may ask? Uh, our high was 30 today. Oh, wow. Nice. That's a high, too. So, uh, yeah, I think that we'll get down to right 10 or... 10 or so tonight so oh, that's why i live in texas <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so uh so you did the races this past week or you and your husband is that correct yes i did the half marathon okay. and my husband did the full, full marathon so how, how did it go how was your race experience this year i had a I, I had a great time i do it more to enjoy disney and mm-hmm. the characters and all the friends that are going down to enjoy the events together and my husband does it to race. He uh, he did very well. He uh, he was happy with his time, and he actually set a PR, his personal record for himself. So it's fun for all levels of runners. <laughs> and he just did the marathon, or did he do uh, two of the the races? He just did that yep, one race. He just did the marathon. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, but there is an option for uh, people to do multiple races, I guess, and they get a different medal for that. Is that correct? Yes, so there's there's four races for the uh, weekend. There's okay. the five k on Thursday, the ten k on Friday, the half marathon on Saturday, and the full marathon on Sunday. And you, if you do all four of the races, then you get the dopey. <laughs> um, or if you do Saturday and Sunday, which is the half and the full, it is the goofy. Oh my gosh! Um, and so you have the option of getting four medals if you do. I mean, you have the option of doing four races and getting six medals. Okay. So runners have a very self-deprecating sense of humor. I see. I would. I would get the sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> would that mean you get swept? <laughs> swept up by the sweat, the sweet. But now that's something. Now I press the listeners. You know, Danny and I really know nothing about the whole run dizzy thing or racing and stuff. But I always hear podcasts talk about the, the sweeping thing. What, 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 is that, what does that mean when you get swept? Like, what, what is that? Well, Run Disney um, wants to keep the runners on a certain time frame. Okay. Basically, it's in order to clear the parks for their guests. Mm-hmm. Um, so they want you out of Magic Kingdom, essentially, by 9, nine o'clock is the goal, or a little after that okay um so they have a rule of a 16 minute minute pace okay. um 16 minute mile kind of thing yes okay so that way if you're not doing that but the way they track that is by the last person who started in the last corral okay um and then they have what balloon ladies is what they call them and um they come up to you and basically say if you don't run faster you have 30 seconds to go faster you will be put in the bus oh okay <laughs> That's right. it. So do the and you said sweat. fat ladies have to catch you if uh, <laughs> if you decide not to she like didn't say fat. I thought she said fat I ladies. Balloon ladies. Balloon ladies. Oh. The ladies themselves are not the balloons. Oh, They're just carrying balloons. <laughs> I, I'm not familiar with this. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I was I, trying to figure out where you're going with that. I, I just thought it meant fat women chased you around <laughs> the park. If they can catch you, you're done. You're out of here. Oh, I wow. think that's fair. <laughs> so they're carry, they're literally carrying balloons. So that way you can see so them. You can ahead see where they are. Oh, oh wow. so you can see them coming. Like, oh, I better pick it up. Here comes the yeah. balloons. <laughs> And so exactly. this is something that was fast. There's literally a bus that follows the race course. And There's then... several of them. Oh, no kidding. So wow. like, like mini bus, mini buses. So that way, once one is full, it kind of pulls away. Okay. And then it'll fill up the next bus um, and then go from there. Oh, wow. Picking yeah. up the people who aren't going as fast as, as they need to be going. So, um, I mean, but being swept or having that, that system in place, that's a pretty common thing for marathons in general, right? Is it? As far as I know, it is. Okay. Um, Forced busing is normal for marathons? Like, if you don't keep If up, you don't keep the pace. Somebody grabs you and throws you on a bus. Yeah, basically. Wow. Yeah, you know, they don't want to keep all the, the water stations open the entire day and that sort of thing. It's basically right. so they don't have to keep medical there and all the support. Oh, interesting. Wow. Okay. So, let me ask you, Linda, I mean, um, I've, I've thought about myself, you know, trying to train. I don't know if I would really train to do a marathon or a half marathon. I, I said a couple shows You did. Back, I was about to say, we got I it on recording. Hold on, hold on. Back, <laughs> yeah. back up. Yeah. I said I would do a 5K. Okay. So let's make yes. sure we reiterate that. But, um, you know, do you think it's a good idea for someone that's training to use Disney as maybe their first race? Or are they better to maybe get a few, you know, local races under their belt before they attempt to do a Disney race. I think uh, Disney is a great first half marathon. Mm -hmm. I think I would want to do a couple of 5Ks so I knew what what a starting line was or how to how my bib would I'd want to place it and how I run with another group of people because when you're actually in a race you run differently than you do when when you're training. Um, sure, and I'd want to get all my nerves done. I before I did my first half at Disney, I did um, several 5Ks and uh, a 10K. Uh, the 10K was strictly to get uh, my timing, mm -hmm. so I'd get a better corral in Disney. Hmm. All right, so that, like Lee's going to be like a first-time uh, uh, racer when he goes and does this. Explain to him what what uh, the corrals are. The corrals are in order to get all the amount of people through the the start line at once. They put you in different basically groups. Um, so you have, for the marathon, there was A through P. Mm -hmm. um, and each group represented the people who ran a certain speed. So A was faster okay. than P. Um, gotcha. So if you're going to end up it, on the bus, you're probably in group P, right? Right. Or, you know, people who just... I mean, you can have a bad day and just not be able to finish that race. Right, right. Um, and we had um, a couple of friends who did that. You just, you know, you get injured and mm. you try to start and it's just not going to be your day. Right. And they uh, do have me medical tents and stuff and all along the route and everything? Of, they have so much support staff. Right. It is incredible. They have, I don't know exactly, I think it's three... Um, medical tents through the race yeah. for the half, um, and then once you're at the end, they're all over the place. Okay. Oh wow! So like, if you have like a medical emergency on, on, on while you're racing, and they have to stop and they have to load you in an ambulance and take you to the hospital, do you get a Disney character to go along with you for a photo op? <laughs> <laughs> I would say no on that one. No. Well, you could get Doc. Unless yeah, Doc, you're dressed as a Disney character. The full Doc. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that'd be cool to have Doc out there. Yeah, you could Doc on the uh, other right? nice, You know. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you know, I was actually listening to uh, one of the podcast with Len and Jim Hill and stuff, and he was talking about how he was making good time on the race. I don't know if any of y'all heard this. Yeah, last yeah. One. I did. I listened to yeah, it. Yeah, and he was talking about how he, he hurt his ankle or something like that, and he kind of uh, he hung out in like the one of the medical tents for like an hour. But you, <laughs> you could know? tell that Len was looking forward to that show for a long time because that was the one show where Jim Hill did not monopolize. The no, time right, spent. Right. Lynn Testa ran his mouth and told you every story. Oh, that it was he ever good heard. though. Yeah, it was, yeah, that was a very good I'm show. Not say, yeah, it, just, it, was, it, it was funny. It came out recently, so that'd be a good one to tackle up because I was kind of preparing, listening to all the different uh, podcasts that do the Run Disney thing because kind of figure out what I needed to cover. But uh, but Lynn, I, I was asking like about you know I was joking about a character accompanying you to the hospital, but. Uh, are there characters incorporated into the Disney Marathon? Actually, there's tons of characters along the the race, and that's actually what I like doing. Um, I don't necessarily stop for each and every character, but I usually take their picture. They actually have cues, um, not official Disney cues, but lines after at each character, mm-hmm. and uh, you can get your picture taken with with the characters. There's there was Jack Skellington. There was um, a pirate ship. We had Mickey. Um, they didn't have a queue for it, but we had uh, Anna and Elsa on top of the castle waving oh, at all the wow. runners. Oh, wow. <laughs> Gotta have Anna and Elsa. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and and the castle was frozen. It was very cool. It was, uh, it was really running cool. the marathon right there, not having to stand in line for Anna and Elsa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah talk, about exactly. a, talk about a fast pass. Yeah, hey, no hey, little girl, you want to you want to see Nelson? Better get running. <laughs> start, start training for the yeah. marathon. <laughs> and this, so all this stuff is all along the route. So like the pirate ship and, and whatever, like you said, there was like a pirate ship, and then the castle. The pirate ship was there, and it was on the on. We could actually hit it twice. You could hit it on the way um, to Magic Kingdom or the way back from Magic Kingdom. Oh, that is amazing! And uh, take pictures. The line. When I was going, was worse going to Magic Kingdom, so I actually took pictures on the way back from Magic Kingdom. Oh wow, wow! So, um, so all the races are like this. So all four races they have these different kinds of uh, uh, things that happen along the race route. Is that correct? Yeah, they do. That, and they even have uh, musicians um, or DJs along the way. There's a gospel choir um, at the end of the the half. Um, mm-hmm. They had a. Uh, oh, what are they singing? Are they singing Hallelujah. I- Gloria. Yeah, like just really motivational, like yeah. church songs. But it, they're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. There was there's oh, marching bands I from the same I would from uh, same ones that are in uh, what's downtown Disney at, at House of Blues. Uh-huh. The, oh, the, the, the gospel, gospel brunch. brunch? Yeah. It's the same people that do that. It could be. What if they do "Gonna Fly Now" from Rocky? That would, that'd, that'd be that cool. would be very appropriate. I would think. Yeah. You probably bring your own music. Now, I always hear other podcasts where people talking about they bring headphones and sets and stuff and iPods and they listen to their own stuff while they're running the race. So that kind of thing's allowed and okay. Oh, wait, they don't have Disney background music playing? They have uh, music along the way. They, I mean, they actually suggest you don't use your okay. devices, but every race suggests you don't use earbuds, um, basically just for safety and legal right. reasons. Um, but I, this is the only race I don't wear my earbuds and uh that's a personal preference but right. there's so much along the race that i don't want to miss anything there's some people they wear it just because they have their own tunes and stuff that they're used to racing with or whatever yeah i i heard that from a few people i'd asked that question on one of the uh one of the boards and that's what a lot of people said you know it's yes of course you can but 
you're gonna miss out on a lot if you're right. listening to your own music. There's and it sounds like there's a lot of stuff going on on the uh, along the race route, which actually looks like a lot of fun. You know, I'd, I'd love to be down there just to kind of check things out, just to be part of that to actually kind of see it because I mean you're hearing it for years and years and years mm-hmm. so I guess if, if Lee actually starts you know does the race man we'll have to make it down there yeah, maybe so <laughs> we'll, have oh. to, we'll have to find the travel agent to help us book a <laughs> podcast trip down there <laughs> I think our normal travel agent might be busy <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know that, that's what we brought Linda on so we have to turn to Linda and say hey look we gotta, we gotta support Lee so we need a little help so let me ask you this Linda what what all races are there because I mean this was this is the big one right the one that just passed by this weekend that's the big race weekend yeah there's other races during the year as well yes they have um races throughout the entire year and they do different uh things or themes for each one of them for instance in february is the uh, princess half marathon weekend um and that is a a half marathon a 10k a 5k or a combination of those um then they have in may we have everest challenge which Ooh, is um, actually it's like a scavenger hunt 5k type of obstacle challenge thing mm-hmm. through in kingdom wait like um, when you say a scavenger hunt like you gotta find things in order to find con- with clues wow through obstacles. while you're racing yeah you're it's more of kinda? a challenge type of thing than well, it 5k you know. is only three miles so that's Okay. Is this like an? Is that more of like an adventurer's kind of thing, where um, you know, kind of like yep. where they give you a compass and you gotta kind of uh, figure your way through? Um, to my understanding, they give you clues and you have to find things. Okay, that's my understanding. I haven't actually been to that event and I wanted to go, but to my understanding, this is going to be the last year. Oh, oh. no kidding! Oh, oh, that does yeah, because I th- well, I'm sure they'll fi- they'll fill it that's in with something rumor. though. I'm That's gonna, the rumor. It's the, okay, it's rumor. I'm yeah. going to show my age here a bit, but like I remember there was a movie a long time ago called Midnight Madness with Michael J. Fox where they had clues and they had to like, you know, it was an all-night game where they had to go find the clues that led to the I've other clues. I've never heard of that. You've never yeah. heard of that? Go, go Google search. It might even be a Disney movie for all I know. Uh, but yeah, uh, they have to decipher the clues that lead them to the next location. It was really a, a fun looking movie when I was a kid. Midnight Madness. Midnight Madness. Write that down. <laughs> all right. I'll well, write- and this is at, actually at 10 p.m. it starts, so. There you go. Oh, cool. oh well, yeah. that's pretty neat. So, yeah. yeah. IMDb? I don't know that it has an IMDb. <laughs> it does. Everything's got IMDb. Get out of here. Yeah, let's Hold see. Up. David Naughton, David Klinger. It doesn't say anything about Michael J. Fox. This may be Michael like, J. Fox is in it. He's it a child. A, it is a Disney movie, Midnight Madness. Well, uh, what did I told you? Look at him. Oh, wow. And Pee Wee Herman's in there somewhere as well, I believe. Yeah, David Naughton, David, Deborah Klinger, Eddie Deason, Brad Wilkin, Maggie Roswell. doesn't even say anything about Michael J. Fox, but he's right there. He's in there. I mean, I don't think he was Michael J. Fox when they made it. Like, you know, like he was Michael J. Fox, but he, he was, wasn't the Michael J. Fox. Right. He was a child. Um, you might have to go, like, expand it to, the, to, yeah. to see the full. Right. Yeah. yeah, but that's a Disney movie. Okay, well, learn something new. Yeah. I'll have to ask my wife if she saw it. She's a big 80s film buff. Yeah, he's like the fourth one down on the IMDb page. And the lead guy is a guy from an American werewolf in London. See how we get off topic? We, we definitely get <laughs> off topic. All right, so, we, so you, we talked about the princess half, and you said the Everest. The Everest challenge. Everest yeah. challenge. What's, what's next? And then um, there's the wine and dine half marathon weekend. Um, that sounds like that might be up our alley. That wine, one sounds wine and dine. yeah. That one sounds fun. It's during food and wine, right. and here's the best thing is that yeah, when you, you run and we'll drink, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a party afterwards in Epcot, oh. so you actually run the half 
marathon and you end in Epcot at Food and Wine and they extend the evening until I believe it's 4 a.m. Oh, oh wow. So, so the race starts at 10 p.m. And it goes until 4 a.m. Oh, okay. if you can last that long. So wait, wait the, 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 for that, the party is for the participants of the race, right? So the park's closed by then. So the park's all... closed. You can buy tickets, though. Oh, okay. Okay, so okay. it's a hard ticket event. So just devil's advocate, you're running the marathon, but your husband's there to cheer you on. He would have to buy a ticket to get into the after party, correct? Yes. Okay, okay. got it. Yes. That's cool, though. That's a right. pretty, I mean, that's a nice that's little cool. reward for yourself if you, you know, just ran... 13 miles <laughs> yeah i mean i say let's have some let's have some uh food and wine and i mean it shouldn't be park. overly crowded like i guess regular food and wine would be i, I, oh, I keep hearing like on the weekends like the, the food and wine's been getting pretty mm-hmm. packed and stuff so just i guess a hard ticket event to have the, all those booths and the the uh, uh the food and everything else just at, at your disposal seems like a pretty pretty neat little like a fun little reward after racing right and you can all hang out with your friends and have a couple of drinks and some food and and it really is a great night. Yeah. So let me ask you, like, what, what happens if y'all get out there, y'all ready to race, and the heavens open and starts pouring, uh, you know, and that happens in Florida. The weather's terrible. I mean, do they do, they do it again? Do they postpone it, or do you suck it up and nope. go? That would be last uh, 2014's Wine and Dine. It rained and poured, and they got wet, and so their after party was a little abbreviated because everybody was <laughs> right. cold and wet and, and everything but nope it just, goes on as scheduled oh no kidding so wow. rain or shine the race goes on right the characters they try to put them in different places undercover if, right uh, they can or if some of them are pulled um but it rain or shine the only they do do there's something on their website about thunderstorms or that it might be delayed. Okay. But Some little pretty much are rain and shine. Hey, so um, how, how long have you been running these races, uh, the, the marathon? And, oh, have you, are you, is it mostly what you do is just uh, the half marathon and stuff when you go down there? Or have you done all the other races? Or No, I pretty much stick to the half marathon. It's basically my excuse to uh, to see friends and for a D- Disney trip without children. Oh. Um, <laughs> there you go. So, so how long have you been running it? How, how long have you been doing the races? I, well, I've only done... Two, I've done two races, um, okay. but I've gone to uh, after parties. Uh, they used to have a Tower of Terror event yeah. that I did, which was very similar to Wine and Dine, but at uh, Hollywood Studios. Hmm. Um, so I know that that those those nighttime races are are different. They're they're fun. They're a lot of fun, but um, I haven't done, I haven't ran in the nighttime races. Okay. Okay, so before we go further, you you said the Epcot uh, Wine and Dine that was last one. Is there any race any other, before we moved on? Did you did we miss anything else as far as the races go? That is it for Walt Disney World. For Disneyland, there is uh, Star Wars weekend, which is actually this weekend. This weekend, oh cool, That's yeah, cool. Uh, coming up, Tinker. Or I don't know when this is posting, but um, the Tinkerbell um, half, which is May seventh through the tenth. Mm-hmm. The Disneyland half marathon weekend, which is September fourth through the sixth, and the Avengers superhero half marathon weekend, Ooh. which is November twelfth through the fifteenth. Avengers, wow! Why don't we do that one? Leave, go run that. Yeah, we'll go. Watch, we'll watch you do that. That could be good. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. gives you more than enough time to train. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I was looking at the Run Disney website and they had the list of events and stuff, I was just like. Avengers. <laughs> yeah, that? that sounds like a lot of fun. I'll Let's, start training to do this. Yeah, you know, 
November. That's a long ways away. So, uh, yeah. uh, Linda, you you live in Connecticut or Cal? Wait, where you Connecticut. live? Connecticut. 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 Okay. Connecticut. So, uh, have you been in Disneyland? I have not run in Disneyland, but I've been to Disneyland. Okay. Okay. Because uh, the Coast to Coast Race Challenge. Have you heard of this? Oh yeah. Okay, you want to explain that? Yes. What it is is in a January through December, so a calendar year, if you run a Disneyland and a Walt Disney World race, mm-hmm. you get a coast-to-coast medal when you've completed your the second race. Um, and that's that's the coast-to-coast challenge. And uh, it's a someday thing, but I don't know. I have young kids and lots of expenses. So. Right. <laughs> but, and is that for full marathons or... Halves too, or halves, or anything from a half to a or a full. Okay. Considering the um, the marathon weekend is the only full marathon um, oh, on true. any okay. of the schedules. So you have to do that for sure if you're going to do if you include the full in there. Well, you you can do any halves or two oh. halves. Oh, or you can do two halves. Okay. Half. Is there any character name for this one? Like, do they call it like a, you know the um, oh I don't know the the the, the peach dragon? I don't know what do you, what do you call this? Are <laughs> oh, you talking about like, the metal? Yeah, yeah, like the metal. Like, is, is there something if you do both? I mean, or like the is the there, coast to coast, right? Just the coast to coast. That's it. Coast to coast. And you get a oh. special medal for that too, yeah. Special cool medal. Oh, neat. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, it's all about the medals, right? I mean, when you see these things, I see a lot of people posting their medals and things like that. I mean, Disney's got some very uh, prized medals, I guess you would say, right? Yes, their bling is. I mean, it's substantial. They have they're very nice medals and uh, heavy and large, and and uh, you wear them around the park and you're feeling them by your on your neck the yeah. by the end of the day. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, um, but but there's no better place to do it. You're not going to be doing it at home, and everybody else is doing it. So um, it's fun to to wear your medals and be proud that you accomplished something. Yeah. So so tell us a little bit about the process. If you wanted to sign up for a marathon, I mean, how how do how do you sign up for a marathon? The races are usually announced. Now let me see. The next race that registration will open on or four will be uh, the Disneyland half, which is uh, the beginning of February. Um, and that race takes place in September. Okay. Okay. So they, they work substantially ahead. But if you think about it, that just means you'll have time to plan your, your restaurant reservations and everything else. So um, it really does give you time to prepare for the race, to prepare for your trip and, and everything else else like that so and is it something that uh that the travel agent can help you sign up for as well or i mean obviously you can do it yourself but if you wanted your t- travel agent to sign up help you sign up for it is that something that you can do well i can i can definitely i've walked clients through the process the mm-hmm. uh the races sign up fairly or fill up fairly quickly okay. um and then there's personal information um your timing um that that you're expecting uh if you have any in order to get placed in an appropriate corral, mm-hmm. you have to. Uh, you have to pr- provide some proof of, of your yes, recent your races or something. Of time. I guess? Okay. Yeah, time from a previous race. Okay. <laughs> so all that information has to be linked up and and given to Run Disney, um, and I've walked, like I said, walked clients through it and helped them sign up correctly, and then linked everything up. Um, their my Disney experience and okay. make sure everything all shows up correctly. And so you did say though they, you, if you were advising someone if they want to do it they should sign up quickly. Yes, some of these 
races, um, especially the uh, Disneyland races, fill up within an hour. Oh, wow. Oh. An hour. <laughs> Disneyland doesn't allow as many uh, runners, which is why uh, okay. they fill up quicker. You okay. better get on that Avengers thing, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even the Disney Disneyland, uh, Walt Disney World ones do fill up much quicker than, than you would think. A uh, couple days for some. Right. Um, you know, that sort of thing. So... If you have a uh, Disney visa, they mm. typically, although it's not guaranteed, um, they typically open up a few days before, oh, like okay. five days or so. Oh. Um, that's usually when I've signed up under the Disney visa promotion. Uh, so okay. that way I knew I was guaranteed and didn't have to worry that the race was going to close. Yeah, that's handy to know. I, d- I didn't even know that. I have a Disney visa, but I didn't even know they had that little perk to go with it. I don't really hear that much yeah, about it. Yeah, that and they give you, typically they give you $10 off. So ten dollars off. Every of little how bit. much though? How, if it's not, uh, if you don't mind me asking, how much? Hundred eighty or so. Hundred eighty per race. Hundred eighty per race. Yes. And Around, uh, that covers like everything. That's the registration fee and you know whatever right. it takes to run. I mean whatever the the actual fee to run is. The registration fee. I'm guessing it's all. It's one encompassing fee, right? Well, you have it actually goes through Active.com, so they have you know they take a cut like. Ticketmaster, you know, it's the same okay. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they have their own fees. I think it was, I don't know, 11 or $12 last time I paid. Um, each race is a little bit different, like Wine and Dine, because they have the after, after party. It's mm-hmm. a little bit more expensive than um, Princess okay. race. Okay. Yeah. And a 5K is less expensive than a half marathon. Right. That's what that was going to be my question. It, it's, a full marathon is more expensive than a half marathon is more expensive than a 10k is more expensive than a 5k basically uh, the the marathon and the half marathon for some reason was the exact same price oh okay huh marathon weekend i don't know why or if it was just this year um but i looked up our fees and mine was the same as my husband's i believe so oh. i also added some you can add special edition pins and necklaces and that sort of thing which i added so i'm I think mine was the same <laughs> as his. <laughs> now, now I hear that people run in costume uh, over there. Are they are they just are they showing off, or, or are these people that typically just don't finish a race? They're just out there for the heck of it. No, absolutely not. People who um, finished before my husband. So in the top hundred people who finished the marathon, mm-hmm. there was a Snow White, a oh. man dressed as Snow White, a man dressed there as Snow White, was, um, Buzz Lightyear. Um, That's cheating. <laughs> yeah exactly he's got the wings yeah, yeah. you're right <laughs> so i mean these are like serious runners um so really anybody going out there can can dress up and and really enjoy the event and i mean you're not going to find that at most other races so right. i think it's just a time to to let loose and have fun and and see how creative you can be oh that's amazing well, as long as you're not r- running with a big goofy head on i i would think you know that just for safety purposes they can't let you run with a big goofy head on, or uh, yeah. I saw somebody juggling while Ooh. they're running, so I think they pretty much allow almost anything. Wow! Okay, <laughs> juggling. Yeah, he was juggling four or five balls as he was running the marathon. 
you know wow. <laughs> it's uh it That's really is it's, it's it's fun just to w- people watch too while you're right. running. Yeah, so Lee needs to have a headset and book vacations while he's running. Right. Yeah, I think that's what he needs to <laughs> while do. While juggling. I'll at least well. leave uh, voicemails to my Magic Our Way podcast oh, yeah, there while you go. I'm running. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to be there for that. Uh-uh. We'll purchase tickets in to, to get into the park to watch this happen. I, I want to see it. So this is a, uh, if I remember correctly, this is a very early evening for you guys, right? When you when you have to go line up for the race and everything. What like what time do y'all normally start? Yeah, I had to wake up at. I woke up at two thirty to be at the bus at three uh, two thirty a.m. to be at the bus at three a.m. Um, because the the runners have to get on the bus between three a.m. and four a.m. Uh, the race itself starts at 5.30 Okay. Oh, Lord. So by the time you wake up to when you can actually run, you've probably got three and a half, three or three and a half hours wait time. Yes. Wow. And, and that's the thing with, uh, you know, January in Florida. It, when I was waiting, it was 40-ish degrees out. Yeah, but so then I mean, the sun hasn't even come I up at that point. It's, you know, mid-50s. So right, right. It's, uh, it was... It was layers, so people were, you know, they had their disposable. Run Disney does it very well where any of uh, your clothes that you put to the side, um, they'll take and give to a charity. Um, so at least then, you know, I bought disposable clothes, so that way uh, a jacket and an extra pair of pants, so that way when I put it to the side, I didn't have to worry. You know, at least it was going somewhere, somewhere good. Yeah, I've heard about this from a lot of different uh, shows, and I thought that was a really, really, really neat thing that they did. Wait, they give your sweaty clothes to charity? Well, this is before you start. So it's oh, like, you know, before you yeah. start. Okay. Yeah. As wow. you go in and you start getting warmed up and stuff, then you start discarding the layers and everything else. Some people use garbage bags and stuff. Wait, now how does that work, discarding the layers? Uh, explain that. What is that? That like, is true. Uh, how do you, while y'all running, do y'all, y'all do this while y'all running, or do y'all actually stop? or? Um, y'all start like at the beginning and on what type of runner you are. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I uh, I took the the extra layer of pants off before we started, but okay. the jacket I just did as as I went. Um, I kind of stop when I need to water stops and that sort of thing. Um, there is also a lot of people who use the the Galloway method, which is a walk run okay. program, depending on how strong you are or how fast you want to go you can run for two minutes and then walk for one minute uh type of thing so maybe during your walk you would take it off um oh okay it actually allows a lot of non-runners to become runners which is is a theory in it without with preventing injury oh huh, interesting that, that there you go that you know i heard about that galloway method and i was always been curious about it because that almost kind of seems like something i might be able to pull off yeah you know the whole run walk thing if you run a marathon, <laughs> I'm there, buddy. Dude, <laughs> I'm, I, 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 I'm impressed myself if I, if like, I end up doing that. I, I, Lee runs. If you run, I, I got to see this. Well, I'll run walk. I, look, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can walk start. with the best of them. I'll do that. Yeah. You, can you walk these things? Do they let you walk? They they do. As, I mean, a lot, as long as you're maintaining that 16-minute mile pace, you're good. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I did definitely took some some walk breaks because I wanted to take pictures. I took pictures at every mile. They have a, a character designed, um, mile marker. So I take pictures of that and that sort of thing. Um, so you really couldn't walk it. Like you you could go ahead and walk every once in a while to kind of take a little bit of a break. But like, if you walk the entire way, you'd probably get swept up pretty fast. Right. 
if you were able to place yourself in a little bit of a higher corral, you you could do it. I mean, okay. I could walk. I mean, if you walk fast enough. So if you walk around a fifteen minute mile, sixteen mm-hmm. minute mile, you could do it. I mean, you can't leisurely do it. No, you'd be swept. Yeah, but. I have a friend that actually she walks a lot of races, and she knows it's not really speed walk, but she she walks fast enough to keep within the time, and that's she does power different walkers? races. Yeah, that's what it is. Power power walkers probably. So yeah. you probably see a lot of those doing like different marathons and stuff. Because she does all these races all over New Orleans and different areas and stuff. And I know Disney is one of the ones that she end up eventually wants to do. Uh, but I know she doesn't run because she, you know, her knees and stuff. But she can definitely walk a race. So I don't know. Yeah. There, there you go, Danny. Maybe that's your end, man. You can do the little power oh. walking thing. Oh, well, especially the five k. Yeah. I mean, they they have people who leisurely almost do the the five k. Um, oh, there it's you go. To get you started into into the running game oh. here. So. Oh, that's neat. There you that's go, the Dan. best way to start. I'm, I'm supportive of anyone that wants to do I have weak ankles. <laughs> um, uh, I've, I've got very weak ankles. I, I constantly, I can't walk from here to there without turning an ankle. Uh, so, you know, yeah, I, I probably need to stay out of this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're talking to a guy who, who averages a sprained ankle once every month and a half. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I probably need to stay away from this. But, hey, it, it has my support. Well, you can, you can hang with the, uh, the MOW cheering squad then. Yeah. You can, oh. You can, you, can, you can hang with that. I'll, I'll be the leader. <laughs> you, uh, you have the uh, theory. Our theory is, is that, you know, La Cava is at the end of it. So, uh-huh. you know, once like, we finish, we can head to Mexico and mm-hmm. and really enjoy ourselves. So, Oh, there you go, Danny. Oh, well, I'll have a head start on that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I can up. do this. See? So, when there's things at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, bottom line, uh, what makes the Disney run events so popular and, and why, you know, um, you know, what makes it different than other races? Well, obviously, there's the characters you're running in Disney, but just to talk to me a little bit about the way they actually put on the race and what makes it different than, you know, running a 5k at your, you know, local downtown or whatever event. There's something magical about running down main street with a crowd on either side as you run towards the castle. And then when you loop through the lands and then head through, um, the castle on the other end there's that excitement really and and all the people that you're with you're running with um there was multiple times i handed my camera just to random person and said can you take my picture um so it's it's that sort of we're all in this enjoying this atmosphere together and i think that's it it's it's the disney experience um, that really makes it different, and that's that's why you need to do it. That's why you need to do it. The the five k is really welcome, every, every type of runner. But I can totally get that. You know, like before the park opens up, you know, y'all, y'all kind of have the full run of the place, and literally, literally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I could totally get that. Look, if I was going to do a marathon, this is the one I'd do. Although it'd be tough for me to to balance the idea of Disney as a place to train for, but um, I. I could make that work. Yeah, yeah, the training's the tough part, especially at least up here in the in the winter, going out and saying, "Yeah, it's okay to run in twenty degrees," but because um, it's not, it's right. cold. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah. 
it's okay to go to Sports Authority and get a treadmill. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. So have you run all your life? Have you, is this something you've been doing uh, for a while? You just started doing the, like the Disneyland races or have you done... Uh, still, like, when did you start? Like, how did you get into this? Well, actually, that's actually a funny story. Is my husband and I have been together for twenty years, and mm-hmm. he always wanted me to run, and because he always ran, okay. um, and I'm I'm not a runner. I'm not a runner. And then I have a bunch of Disney friends who said, "Let's let's do a half marathon." And I said, "I can go to Disney and run, <laughs> like, and just see all of my friends." And and I said to my husband, "Can we do that?" He goes, "You're not a runner." And I said, if I can do a 5K by, you know, 10 weeks from now, can I sign up? And he said, sure. And I did. And so I signed up. And now I run. (laughs) So I get Disney trips out of it. Um, That's basically it. (laughs) How long ago was this that you started uh, started literally running? You made that switch. 2012. Oh, so this is actually pretty recent. Okay. And oh. so you just started, like almost like you ju- you threw yourself in the deep end. You said, all right, I'm just going to start running so I can do this. Go to Disney. Uh, you follow the training, I guess, research on training and stuff and everything. You just went at it. Well, I had I had my friends and then also because he is a runner. Right. He uh, set me with, up with a plan and, and I stuck with it. And sometimes, you know, every run is not a good run. Right. Um, but it's fun when you know why you're training. You know, I get to go to Disney. I get to see my friends. I get to, uh, you know, really experience probably one of the best races. Um, and and that's why I do it. And That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we, we kind of like really go way, way, way back here? Uh, yeah. So what... Why are you a fan of Disney? You were a fan of Disney clearly before you started racing. So what? Uh, where? How did it start? Um, I, I, growing up, I only went a, a couple of times to Disney, and I really enjoyed it. And strangely enough, even as a child, Epcot was my favorite park. Um, Yay! But <laughs> it wasn't until <laughs> I brought my children there, when they were um, three and five, and we had. I researched it, you know, touring plans, the whole nine yards, because that's just, you know, how I plan trips anyways. And we had a great time. And I'll never forget the look on my children's face as they saw the castle for the first time. Oh, cool. And that was it. That was it. And they just, they were amazed. And we were heading home from it because we drove all the way from Connecticut, um, heading home and said, Oh, we got to go back in five years. And a year later we were. So, okay. So without giving too much away, so you, you fell in love with it when you first, you know, started, uh, going there with your children. Uh, how old are your children now without giving too much away? Uh, they're, they're 10 and then nine and 10. Oh, so you still get to go. Oh, wow. Okay. That's awesome. Oh yeah. And, and I left them with my sister for the weekend. Um, so that's why the, these trips are, are uh, few and far between because you have to schedule, you know, family obligations right. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's something I mentioned in the prior show that, you know, my wife and I are on a 10-year anniversary planning on doing a, uh, a trip like that without the children. Because we have, uh, what's that, I, I have like a, a three and a five-year-old and a, and a zero-month-old. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you were forgetting a zero, one. Yeah, but. zero-year-old. <laughs> and Danny, you have a, what's a four, uh, how old is she now? Well, she's four, but I mean, we went like every year with my sister's children and we could always just bow out and go to the spa when need be. So I mean, now like we're all about going with the child. Yeah. Yeah. No, we enjoy going with kids. We also enjoy going um, by ourselves. 
Um, no, we, we don't rest much, but that's right. okay. <laughs> was your husband a Disney fan before as well? Or, or was he into I've it? I've kind of gotten him into Disney. Oh, okay, His cool. first trip was with me uh, when we were dating um, ah. and then when with the kids. So um, it's my obsession that's now his obsession. <laughs> he got you into running. You got him into Disney. There you go. That's a fair, that's a fair trade. Yeah, I like exactly. that. I like that completely. So too. I think he, he got he got the better end of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the easier end of the deal. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so you're, you're an agent with Just a Dreamer Way Travel. So uh, how, have you always been a travel agent as, as a career? Or is this something you just recently got into? Or you just said, hey, I want to help other people book vacations and stuff? How did you get started with the whole Disney travel agent business? Well, I've always been sort of helping people plan their vacations, yeah. um, but it's now just official um, <laughs> fairly recently. And, uh, and <laughs> so I've been planning Disney trips for, uh, I don't know, four or five years for other people. And, and now I can book and plan. Um, and it really is the, the planning and helping people understand how to make their Disney trip you know, fun and magical and exciting and not worry about the lines and, and everything that, that we've already figured out. Um, that's, that's, that's why I do it. That's why I love helping people plan their trips. Oh, cool. And how long have you been an agent with Just a Dream of Travel? Um, or do you remember when you started? <laughs> eight months, nine months. Oh, cool. Nine months. Yeah. Oh, so really? a little after Lee. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's about right. As we wrap up here, um, do you have any uh, advice or to any potential runners possibly that might be looking to take the step or uh, anything as far as maybe booking the, the, the trip or just something, you know, other than the obvious like training, is there something that maybe uh, uh, that people might not know that they should probably be aware of when they're uh, looking to run a race or book a race? Yeah, or- uh, tape your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you never heard that? No. You got to tape your nipples when you run because otherwise you can. Yeah. And you don't, didn't know this? Don't no, eat the, I, I don't, don't eat this. the Vaseline popsicle sticks. Yeah, oh, there's all kinds of like runner's tricks. Like, uh, you know, my, my wife's uh, father, he, he runs a lot of these races and marathons and whatnot. And I was surprised to hear that. That if you don't tape your nipples, you're going to, they're going to they <laughs> wear them right off. Oh, yeah, okay. you'll have bloody nipples. Does he do triathlons? Is that it? No, he doesn't do triathlons. Well, to my knowledge, he he could well, um, but I know he does a lot of marathons. Yeah. Oh wow. That mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Something no, new? it's it's definitely a thing. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, I'm, yeah. But now that you mention it, it makes total sense. It's yeah, like, yeah, it sounds totally absurd, and you're like, oh my god, that that does that does make sense. Yeah. Anything else like that? Any, anything else I'm missing? <laughs> well, a very Disney um, specific one is to remember how tired your feet get from touring a park during the day Mm -hmm. um so doing too much prior to your race um is probably you know you need to you're not you don't need to go commando touring um it's tough with little ones when you say oh well why don't we just go back to the pool and and that sort of thing but that's really you know taking it easy restful not right racing around um as much as you normally do that would be uh, important advice because otherwise by the time you get to your race you will be tired oh, um, yeah. and then you'll have your entire half marathon to go or you know whatever it is you signed up for oh wow that would be my advice so, you don't want you know standard 
Disney blisters and that sort of thing yeah. <laughs> making your race even worse. Oh, right, right. So um, to, to wrap this up at the end here, you, you did mention one of the things you like is uh, hanging out with all the other runners and things like that. Who do you want to give a shout out to that you hung out this, with for this uh, weekend? Who's going to be listening right now? Well, um, I have all the, the liners, um, Facebook liners that uh, did it. And uh, let's see, uh, five dopey runners, Nikki, Angie, Bill, Robin, and Sarah did all four races, um, and uh, and there's a whole bunch of other uh, other friends that that we had. I don't know. We had a great time hanging out, enjoying the the races, but also enjoying Disney. So oh, that's it was awesome. fun. Cool. Well, you know, like uh, a lot of times, like uh, Kev, like when Kev signs off, he'll say, "Hey, you know, don't forget to f- call the folks over at uh, Just a Dream Away Travel to book your your Disney vacation needs." And I'm always very quick to say no 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 don't call the fo- call lee because that's the only one we can vouch for but now we can vouch for linda yes so there's two folks over yeah. at just a dream away travel that you can call up to book for your disney vacation needs lee and linda yeah thank you so much linda and i yeah thank, thank you for you. coming on the show um, thanks for having me yeah absolutely and and do uh do you want to we'll give you a chance to kind of promote your stuff you know if people want to book a vacation with you and stuff uh how can they get in touch with you it is uh <laughs> it's uh linda at justadreamawaytravel.com or you can find me on facebook at travel magic by linda travel magic by linda mm-hmm. cool nice. cool yeah we'll have to post a link on our website and stuff add you to thank our you. friends list so well, thank you very much, Linda. We appreciate you coming on the show, talking a little bit about this. Hopefully, we can get you in future shows talking about Run Disney and all that kind of stuff. So, because you know, as you can tell, Danny and I really don't know as much about this thing, and so at, uh, having you as a great resource and Lee, since he actually runs, would be having y'all as a great resource uh, on this topic would be very beneficial to us and the listeners that actually participate. Yes, thank you for making us less woefully ignorant. <laughs> no problem. Cool. Cool. Well, it's that time of the night again when we wrap up the show, brother. <laughs> and we're going to take care of some business here right off the bat, man. Communication with us. You can contact us via email at magicourway at gmail.com. Uh, you can speak pipe us. Uh, you can go to speakpipe.com forward slash magicourway. Uh, but also, too, you can now go to our website. Okay, I'm gonna start pimping out our website because uh, you know I've been working on it. It's up and running. It's just like a theme park. There's still some areas that are under construction, and so you'll get to you'll just have to come back and visit and see the new stuff that we add daily. But everything that you need to enhance our show is up and running. And speak of that, it's so much easier now to do a speak pipe. You go to our website, and right on the home page, you'll see a little tab on the right hand side that says uh, uh, "Leave a voicemail." And so all you gotta do is click on it and record your voicemail right then and there, and that makes it very easy for you guys to leave us a voicemail now. And every now and then there'll be a little balloon that pops up and say, "Hey man, leave the show a voicemail." You know, it's very quick and easy, and to kind of remind you that he's still there. But very subtle, off to the side, you can see it. Uh, but de- definitely check that out. So there's two ways you can access uh, SpeakPipe there. Also, too, we have our, still have our toll-free number. Uh, you can call us from any landline phone or cell phone or whatever else. That number is 1-844-HARAMBE. That is 1-844-HARAMBE. H-A-R-A-M-B-E. Or if you don't feel like figuring it out, it's 481-8689. But, you know, Harambe is probably easier to, to remember. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so talking about the social things, y'all, Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, we're all on there. We're even on Instagram. And all these links you can uh, access on our website. You'll see little links at the top, and you also see little links in the sidebar, in the side menu. So I've, I've made it very easy for you to follow and, and, and access things all Magic Our Way related. A um, couple places you can find us, man. You can find us on Libsyn, the Willipson website, magicrway.libsyn.com, where you can download it straight from there. Uh, you can listen, subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher or even Blueberry, even on SoundCloud. And any of those formats, you can leave us a rating and a review. Guys, please leave us a rating and a review if you can. It doesn't take too much of your time. It does help the show out. It does keep us in the minds of everybody that's... Uh, um, listening to looking for Disney podcasts, they can find this easily. Keeps us right up there with everybody else. Uh, so all you got to do is take a couple minutes, man, or maybe even a minute, depending on how much you write. Leave us a rating review. We would definitely appreciate it. Um, also, too, if I must say, you can listen to our show on our website, and on our website is where you will find the detailed or enhanced or maybe I'll call them enhanced or plus show notes. It'll have all the links to the different videos, the articles and stuff that we talk about and even pictures that you guys send in or we uh, are referring to. So um, you get the show notes in the regular show download, but you can also get even enhanced features on the website. So that way you can listen to the show and kind of follow along. Um, and, and it just makes it a lot more fun for the listener to listen to our show that way. So uh, yeah, you could definitely do that on our website. A couple of things, man, just a dream away travel since Lee's here. I normally I do it, but since Lee's here, I'm gonna let you take it away, man. So why don't you tell us what you're all about and what you got? All right. Uh, as always, guys, I do appreciate you having me on. I always appreciate the hospitality. And it's always a good time here in New Orleans. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash travel L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. Uh, you can email me at lee at justadreamawaytravel.com. And you can call me directly, 832-570-5490. Uh, if you also want to uh, check out our Disney page, our agency page, it's a fun little place to come on, hang out, ask some Disney questions, just hang out with like-minded folks. Uh, we're at facebook.com slash groups slash dreamaway2travel. Dream away to travel. Dream away to travel. Yep. And of course, we always have that in our show notes. You can find that and you can definitely find it on our website too. Um, so Lee, you uh, before we sign off here, man, you had a little prayer that you did when you were trying to get some fast passes, <laughs> man. Won't you share that Yeah, well, as had, a closing remark, share that with the listeners? Yeah, I had two clients this week that I had to book on the same night and they both wanted, guess what? What's that? Anna and Elsa. Oh, good gosh. So, uh, Perfect. You know, that was tough, man. You know, I mean, those are hard to get in anyway, but uh, I needed to get two people, two different clients, two different reservations, uh, but they were both checking in on the same date. So I had to get them both those Anna and Elsa fast Well, Anna's busy uh, giving birth, so yeah, I don't know if she'd be able to do anything. Being on cruise ships and stuff. So. Yeah, so she didn't uh, have much time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so what I did is I, I came up with a prayer, uh, a prayer to the fast pass gods yeah. to help me, to give me some luck. And uh, lo and behold, uh, I was able to get fast passes for both clients. No kidding. For Anna and Elsa at the times they wanted, along with all other cool, a lot of other cool stuff. So, uh, if you guys want to close it out, we'll close it out with the uh, official Disney uh, Dream Away to Travel slash uh, Just a Dream Away Travel uh, prayer to the Fast Pass gods. All right, have at it. All right, dearly beloved. 
We are gathered here today to get through this thing we call Fast Pass. Electric word Fast Pass that means no lines that last forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you there's something else. The Anna Nelson Fast Pass. <laughs> a cue of never-ending <laughs> happiness. You can always see the snow, day, or night. So when you call up that TA in Houston, you know the one. Doctor, we finished every other's sandwiches. <laughs> Instead of asking him how much of your standby queue is left, ask him how much of your mind, baby. Because in this queue, things are much harder than Space Mountain. <laughs> in this queue, you're on your own. But once you use those three fast passes, go crazy. Ask your TA for more. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That's it. That's it. All right. <laughs> That's all I got. That's awesome. Thanks. Thanks, Lee. We appreciate that, oh, man. Thank you, guys. It was a fun time, man. Yeah, I appreciate thank you it. for coming to the show. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Let's go crazy. <laughs> if you don't like what you're living in, we're sorry, Prince. <laughs> and sorry to the listeners. Yeah, that was like a totally smooth transition that became awkward with that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, I'm playing. Go ahead. Oh, wait. Hold on. I just realized my computer's not hooked up. Like, we weren't even talking about wrestlers. We were just joking about teeth, and you're like, hey, talking about wrestlers. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> I guess, like, if you gave birth to a snowman, you'd have chap lips, wouldn't you? <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That would be a good reason to do a C-section. Yeah, yeah, I could imagine that. That, that would kind of suck. Talk about frigid. <laughs> is, is that going to make it to the final cut? I don't know. I have to listen to it. Maybe, maybe not. It might be at the bloopers at the end or something. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> you all right? You killed no. Lee. We killed Lee. <laughs> oh, my goodness. For all it? your travel needs, call Linda. <laughs> Lee died. Yeah, Lee just passed. Oh, man. Um, is, that, is that it on that? I guess we're good on that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing else more to say. If we say anything else, we might kill him further. <laughs> All right.